This is the true joy in life, being used for a purpose recognized by yourself as a mighty one, being a force of nature instead of a feverish, selfish little clod of ailments and grievances, complaining that the world will not devote itself to making you happy. I am of the opinion that my life belongs to the whole community, and as long as I live, it is my privilege to do for it what I can. I want to be thoroughly used up when I die, for the harder I work, the more I live. I rejoice in life for its own sake. Life is no brief candle to me. It's a sort of splendid torch, which I've got hold of for the moment, and I want to make it burn as brightly as possible before handing it on to future generations. That's a quote by George Bernard Shaw, but I think one that has reflected my beliefs as well. Can you imagine yourself living a life inspired by such inspiring higher ideals, positively motivated by your deeper beliefs, far beyond the petty crap that clogs up so many of our lives? Today, you will have the unique opportunity to attempt that lofty goal using the most powerful mental, emotional, spiritual imagery experience that I've yet discovered. It gives me great pleasure to welcome, welcome you to this extraordinary special session during which I'm going to try to pass on to you this sort of splendid torch, which I've had a hold of for the past 50 years with my blessings. The deep and powerful experiences you're going to be exposed to today comprise the essence of the self-healing and self-development tools that I've discovered and developed through my 50 years of clinical practice and research. I offer you nothing less than the experience of healing yourself deeply from the highest level of your mind and the opportunity to experience the transformational power of the human spirit. I've watched it bring healing to thousands of people and now I want to offer it to you. Now, I can't make you accept this gift. That's up to you. And the secret to accepting it will be your willingness to focus your awareness and your willingness to practice it once I've shown you what the tools are. So right now, you might just get rid of all the competing distractions around you, like extra noises, turn off the phone, close the door, Block anything that might interfere with your attention, say, for the next hour or so. Again, I want to especially thank those who've responded to my fervent plea that you send me some donations to help keep our show online every month. Please don't stop. And those who haven't started, just think what you think this teaching is worth to you and what you can afford to send. You can always send it by PayPal. Just send it to accounting at drmiller.com, drmiller.com. 
I'd also like to thank those of you who've watched my 12-part movie, Live Life. It will give you a brief glimpse into the kind of magic that can happen in a person's life when they use the kind of tools that we're working today. This movie consists of an intimate sharing by people that I've worked with and uh, in therapy and that I've coached and serves as proof of how we can unlock the incredible incredible power that is within us. And the easiest way to get to live life is to go to drmiller.com slash live life. And after you've watched it, click on review and write a brief comment, even a word or two, so Amazon will continue to offer this incredibly valuable information. To watch it, just go. There's an old Aesop's fable about the cat and the fox. One day, a cat and a fox are discussing ways of escaping their common enemy, the dog. Well, the fox is bragging. I've got thousands of ways to escape the, escape the dogs. And uh, the cat says, wow, that must be amazing. <laughs> I only have one way. And then the fox says, well, maybe sometime when we have time, I'll, maybe I'll, I'll teach you some of the, some of the simpler ones that you can, you can begin to use. And then the cat says, oh, thank you. And at just about that moment, it's the sound of a bugle. And who came, comes running over the hill but a pack of dogs followed by hunters on horseback coming directly toward them? Well, the cat used the only escape technique he knows, and he just ran up the tree. And the fox, it said, was trying to figure out which of his very clever escape techniques he could use, but before he figured out which one the dogs were upon him. And that was the end of the end of Aesop's fable. And I think the moral of it was that well, you know, one good trick is better than a thousand doubtful ones. The fox in this story reminds me of the state of the practice of medicine when I entered it back in the 60s. And unfortunately, it's only changed a little bit since then. I'm, I'm happy that as many of the things that I do have been adopted, but so long ago. What I found was there were so many schools of medicine, so many different clinical uh, opinions that that that, that that people have, different procedures and drugs and so forth. One of the main odd things I noticed in my practice was when I didn't understand what was going on with a patient and I referred him to a specialist, whatever specialist I sent him to made a diagnosis that was within their specialty. That is, if I send the person to a surgeon, the surgeon would come up with a, a possible operation he could do. If I sent them to an internist, he would come back with with a medical protocol that could be used. If I sent him to an allergist, he would find a possible immune system problems. I sent him to an acupuncturist, he saw the flow of energy needs needles and, and so forth. But as a scientist, I knew that sometimes there can be a very simple single approach that's much more appropriate, like the cats. I thought maybe there's a kind of a unified field theory that could, I don't know, simplify the healing of human beings, regardless of whether their problems were physical, mental, emotional, behavioral, social, or spiritual. 
And now, some 50-odd years later, I am very pleased with the success that I've found. No, I haven't found the panacea, but I've found something that's close to it. Maybe something's on the path to it. Something that's vital to every process of truly deep healing that goes beyond the simple symptoms to the very source of our challenges. Over the last year and a half, I've been sharing with you some detailed glimpses into aspects of what I've found. And as I say, you can see them at drmiller.com slash life meditations. But today, I want to wrap all of them up into a single highly experiential presentation and give you a tool which you can practice and use to transform your life. As we've discussed, as we've discussed, the simple cause of most of our problems is that we, as human beings, are grossly mishandling the challenges in our lives, individually, communally, and as a species. Likewise, the solution I found is equally effective for healing at the personal level as well as at the level of the global tragedies that we all witness in the newspaper every day. Simply put, the poorly understood fact is that our human brains are biocomputers that were designed and wired to deal effectively with certain conditions. Indeed, and they function excellently in the conditions under which we lived 500,000 years ago. The central feature of this function is the fight or flight, life or death, stress response we call the stress reaction. Unfortunately, our day-to-day -day surroundings no longer resemble those conditions, not even a little bit. And the use of these ancient stress survival tools by our limbic system in our brains is at the root of most of our illnesses and dysfunction. Stress turns out to be at the source of most of our distress. And perhaps the most sinister factors in this life-or-death, fight-or-flight response pattern of, that we call the stress reaction is that it actively inhibits the higher levels of our mind. I want you to understand that, that the stress reaction when you're feeling angry, when you're feeling nervous, when you're feeling distressed, when you're feeling jealous, when you're feeling resentful, those states actually inhibit your mind from thinking well. When exactly this is what we should be using to clearly analyze the triggers of what's ever triggered our reaction and devise a wise strategy to deal with them. So you ask, why would nature want to inhibit our incredibly creative minds? Well, nature, which has been protecting us for billions of years, perceives a conflict. It overreacts, believing that there's actually an immediate threat on our lives. And because it thinks that uh, that latest text or newspaper article is life or death, it doesn't want us cogitating, reflecting, evaluating, or being creative. You've got a couple of seconds to save your life. So we turn off the higher level of the mind. 
That's the problem. That's why it doesn't work for us now. And that's why we're so sick and why we're, we're, we're destroying our planets, our families, ourselves. But in order to gain access to these higher orders of thinking, it's necessary to quiet the limbic system, the amygdala, to soothe the monkey mind. And if humanity manages to survive another 100 million years or so, we may well develop another lobe on our brain that's even higher than the prefrontal cortex. And this new lobe will function to quiet the monkey mind and switch on the creative potential of the prefrontal cortex for the kinds of problems that we have in the modern world. Unfortunately, however, we... You and me are designed to live out our lives with our present-day underdeveloped brain. But all is not lost. And if we're going to heal ourselves and transform our world, we will need to use a little mental prestidigitation, a little uh, leisure de main, and emulate this missing brain lobe. The easiest way to do this is to learn how to intentionally and purposefully use the tools of selective awareness, mindfulness, and so forth, to turn off the emergency alarm and switch on our creativity, our wisdom, and our inspiration. And that's what we're here to learn today. In other words, our brain needs an upgrade. So, what you might think of is what I'm going to present to you today is a basic algorithm for the healing of mind, body, emotion, behavior, and spirit. So, first thing I'm going to ask you to do is bring to mind or write down the name of a couple of the challenges that you'd like to overcome in your current life, particularly challenges that are associated with unpleasant feelings like anxiety or frustration or anger or guilt or shame or resentment, jealousy, and so forth. You can choose a specific problem or an ongoing situation in which you feel stuck and which you believe that if your brain could really operate properly, you could handle it much more effectively. Think, take a couple of moments and notice how you feel as you think about that challenge that you're, that's come to mind, or a couple of challenges, if you have had a couple of challenges come to mind. Now, take a slow, deep breath in. And as you let that breath go, breathe out those thoughts. Empty your mind. We'll come back to them later. So first, I want to start off with a riddle. What is it that water cannot wet, fire cannot burn, eyes cannot see, the tongue cannot taste, and the ears cannot hear, and yet without it, we can accomplish nothing? What is it? The answer is the present moment. Now, because without it, we can't accomplish anything. Of course, you might think that, well, our bodies are always completely in the present moment, and that may be true, but our minds are continually thinking about yesterday, tomorrow, somebody else, somebody else's opinion, or a committee of voices from the past in our heads chattering to us. But rarely 
Are we fully in the present moment? And these thoughts are controlling the behavior of our body all the way from our tension headache to getting drunk and starting a bar fight. And those of you who meditate have probably come to understand coming into the present moment is the very purpose of meditation, to discover that all-important present moment that eludes so many of us and traps us in the past. And so, without further ado, I'm going to present a five-part sequence. And here's part one. It's experiential. Through the process of deep relaxation, it's time to give yourself permission to enter the now, to become radically present, to use the mind's most powerful tool, selective awareness, to let your monkey mind know there's no conflict to be fought at this moment. Our goal is to surrender to the present moment by relaxing and emptying the mind, experiencing acceptance, patience, openness, and gratitude. And to imagine, imagine at this moment in time that you are exactly the person you're supposed to be. You're exactly in the place you should be in, and you're doing exactly what you should be doing. With every breath, with every sensation within your body, every feeling, with every thought that passes through your mind, with every image that you allow to guide you to a deep acceptance of this moment in time, thinking to yourself, there's no place I have to go. There's nothing I have to do. And there's no problem I have to solve at this moment in time. I therefore give myself permission to relax deeply and thoroughly. And imagine there's an invisible cocoon, like a, a bubble, a force field, that keeps out all distractions, all unnecessary thoughts. An invisible force field bubble that is developing around you at this moment in time. Picture that. If your eyes are still open, focus them on a point in the distance. Let everything else fade out of focus. And then notice how your eyelids give you signals they would like to close. And when it feels more comfortable to let your eyelids close, let them fall closed and behind your closed eyelids. Let your eyes roll upward till you're looking upward toward the back of your forehead. And picture the word relax or whatever other word symbolizes the deepest relaxation that you can imagine at this moment in time. Feel your muscles and your eyelids relax all the way down to the point they just don't want to open at all. And when you have that feeling in your eyelids, gently test them. And as you test them, let the feeling of relaxation from your eyelids flow throughout all the rest of your body. Ripples of peace and calm flowing outward from your eyelids. Through your forehead and your scalp, all the muscles of your face. Relax, your jaw muscles relax. 
your upper and lower teeth gently drift apart, and the relaxation flows down into your neck, through your shoulders and your arms, all the way down to your hands. And as you feel that relaxation, reach your fingertips. Take a deep breath in and draw the relaxation from your fingertips up through your arms into the center of your chest. And as you let this breath out, let it be a feeling of letting go completely. And let yourself sink into that little pause after each breath out. With each breath out, think the words, it breathes me. Sink into that pause and feel how the air breathes you. How the air breathes in relaxation with each breath flows into your chest. Relaxation flowing into your back. Down through your abdomen, your lower back, through your pelvis and your thighs, your knees, your ankles, and your feet all the way down to the tips of your toes. More and more relaxed with each breath. Good. And anytime any unnecessary thoughts come along, just imagine those unnecessary thoughts are like words written on a mental blackboard. Remember the relaxation in your eyelids, and as you gently test them, imagine you're drawing a wet eraser across your mental blackboard, erasing the unnecessary thought, sending another wave of relaxation and peace and calm flowing from your eyelids throughout all the rest of your body, throughout every cell of your being. And if that same unnecessary thought or any other unnecessary thought comes along, erase it in the same way. Thoughts of the past you can let go of because the past is gone, doesn't exist, and will never exist again. And so you don't need to think about it. The future hasn't happened even, so there's no way to think about it. Erase any imaginations about it at this moment. Erase any questions or judgments, comparisons, thoughts about the past, thoughts about the future, judgments, resentments, criticisms, erase all those unnecessary thoughts and imagine yourself floating on a carpet, like a magic carpet, floating through time and space to a place that is a special taste place for you a place of relaxation and safety. Maybe it's a place you've been in the past or would like to go in the future. Maybe you've been there on vacation, would like to go there. A place of serenity and beauty, beautiful sounds and textures, fragrances in the air, a special place where you can allow your body to relax completely and thoroughly. And imagine you're there in that place now. And imagine it with all your senses. The smell, the sound, texture, the feeling of just being. Good. And while you're enjoying this place and the feelings within, 
Think of a word that you can use to, re to represent this experience, a word that you can now allow yourself to think and empower this word to bring you back to this place and this feeling whenever you choose to. Just say or even just think this special relaxation word and let it guide you back here. What word comes to you? Peace, serenity, safe, spacious, love, presence, beautiful, soothing, loving. Choose your word. And now think of a movement of your body that can serve as an anchor to bring you back physically to these deep sensations within. Perhaps squeezing two fingers together, or maybe some other silent, secret movement known only to you that can guide you back to this deeply relaxed moment in the present. Good. Now you have a place that you can go to and a word that can attune you to this energy and a physical movement that anchors it in your body. And as you learn to enter this place more quickly and more deeply, you discover that is the perfect starting place for making wise decisions in your life. Now in a moment, I'm going to count from one to five. And as I do, I'm going to ask you to allow your awareness to expand so that you gradually begin to include an awareness of the space around you in your current physical location. And gently come back to a full, wide awake awareness of that place your body is resting in, in this moment. And then I'm going to count from five down to zero. And as I do, allow yourself to come back quickly to this place of deep relaxation. One, expanding your awareness to include the space around you. Two, allowing your body to begin to stretch and move a little bit. Three, maybe your eyes begin to flutter and prepare to open. Four, taking a deep breath and letting it out. Five, allowing your eyelids to open. Allow your vision to be soft. Just enjoy the colors that you see. Good. Now we're going to go into part two, which is called accessing yourself. And the process used, the process that I call centering. Now, you know, homeostasis is, a fundam is the fundamental basis of all health, success, and happiness. To achieve this balance that we call homeostasis, each level of your system has to be able to relate to a specific balance point. You know, like when it's too cold, it's hard for you to chop wood. Or if it's 120 degrees, it's hard for you to chop wood too. You know, there's a Goldilocks place in the middle. That's the balance point, maybe 50s. 60, 70 degrees, and so forth with every other system within your body. To achieve this balance, each level of a system has to be able to relate to a specific balance point, like the fulcrum in the middle of a seesaw. 
And at the highest level, your prefrontal cortex, your brain's brain, needs to have a clear sense of who the real you is. Only then can you make the wise choices that will enable you to heal most deeply, perform at your peak, and create the future that you really want. And the best way I know for doing this is to first let yourself enter the deeply relaxed state and then become aware of your true self and the marvelous resources you have within. You may have been aware of this deeper self at other occasions in the past, but now give yourself permission to recall and revivify one or more of those times. Take a deep breath in, and as you let it out, again, let your eyelids slowly fall closed after you look at that point in the distance. Your eyelids grow heavier and want to close, and you let them close. There is a deeper sense of self that you can become aware of, one that you've probably been aware of on many occasions. If you can recall memories like this and revivify them, in other words, visualize or experientialize them, they can be used as what I call reference memories, resources that you can call upon through using the selective awareness tool of your mind. Those times I'm referring to are times of peace, when you feel self-confident, confident in the world around you. Secure and in touch with your own sense of power. Now, these may be times when you are dancing or meditating or being loved or winning a contest or simply on a peaceful walk through nature. And if you can't think of a specific memory, just make one up and see it and feel it, sense it, and revivify it in your mind's eye. Our goal here is to recreate that mental state and revivify the visual, auditory, and kinesthetic sensations. For me, I go to skiing in deep powder in steamboat springs or swimming in a beautiful, cool mountain lake on a warm day, making love or dancing or singing harmony. Well, whatever puts you most in touch with that deepest sense of self with a capital S. And let yourself experience it now with all your senses, with a special felt sense of emotional access to a deep awareness of your true self. Good. Let yourself be back there in your most creative mode, free, aware of your inner strength, of your intelligence, aware of your own unique gifts and talents, the skills that you've developed. And perhaps you're doing something that puts you in touch with the deepest sense of yourself. Maybe it's a moment of performing or accomplishing something, one of those moments that are the happiest times when you're most fully yourself. 
dissolved in the activity in which you're joyfully engaged, bringing forth your artistic ability, your musical talent, your creative mind, or your loving, generous self. And aware of your gifts, your ability to see, to hear, to think, to walk, and feel a sense of deep gratitude for all these gifts and all these abilities, and grateful for the beauty of this fantastic world you've been given an opportunity to experience. Sense within your ability to open your heart to fully experience that gratitude, and let this feeling of sublime openness to gently guide you back to a time when you allowed yourself to feel open to that wonderful feeling of love, to a time when you found yourself truly loved by another, man, woman, a child, an infant, a dog, a cat, or other pet. And imagine yourself with this being who sincerely loved you or loves you still and open yourself to fully receive in this moment, to embrace and feel the love. Let it go deep within. And now allow yourself to go to one of those ecstatically beautiful moments when you allowed yourself to feel love for another. Perhaps in the same memory or in another, when you felt love for another person or animal or whatever ignited that feeling of oneness, of connection, of wholeness, of true intimacy, trust, deep connection. That's it. And as you feel this quality of beauty and joy as they suffuse throughout your body and your being, allow there to come to mind a word that best represents to you this feeling, this miracle, this ultimate gift. Hold this word in mind and let it symbolize this beautiful sensation and your ability to love. And give yourself permission to come back to this precious feeling and this beautiful scene by simply centering, relaxing, and thinking this word bringing yourself back. And now give yourself a physical signals to anchor this feeling in your body, perhaps placing your hand or both hands on your chest over your heart and touching or touching another part of your body or whatever signal you wish. And let yourself be aware that whenever you desire, repeating this anchor in this world will put you swiftly back in touch with this beautiful feeling of love within. And once again, as I count from one to five, stay in touch with this beautiful emotion. One, become more aware of where you physically are located in space and time. Two, more and more awake to your surroundings. Three, your eyelids becoming less and less heavy. Four, as they begin to open and your body begins to stretch and move, take a deep breath in. Five, 
And as you let it out, allowing yourself to be completely wide awake and present in this moment. Excellent. And again, take a moment and notice how wonderful you feel. Good. And as you've probably become aware by now, part of the secret to what makes these techniques of guided imagery so effective is the focusing of your attention on positive, supporting, inspiring imagery instead of the negative stuff that dominates so many of our thoughts. This is quite different from the way most of us have learned to think about ourselves in the world. And because we've been practicing that negative or less positive style of thinking, it is vital that we practice this new way of thinking until it becomes automatic. Back in 1970, when audio cassettes were invented, I was ecstatic because now the people that I was teaching these new mind tools to could practice listening to my voice instead of reading out a written set of instructions. Since then, I've pr produced a great many other of, of these different audio programs, and they've been published on CDs and in the form of downloadable MP3s. Each program deals with a different set of issues, from headaches to sexual dysfunction to leadership and global transformation. These are my ways of making this splendid torch I've got hold of burn more brightly and pass it on to others and to future generations. Our goal today has been to experience five steps of personal and global healing and transformation. One was entering the now, becoming present. Two was accessing the deeper self. Three will be accessing your deeper wisdom and your spirit resources. Number four will be creating your own future. And number five is going to be applying the guidance that comes from those higher levels. Some of the ways that you can practice, because it will be important for you to practice again and again different aspects of what we're doing. And those of you who've been practicing for the last year and a half can probably breeze through it. Most of you go back another week or so, this will be posted and you can go and look at it um, at drmiller.com slash life meditations, and then you can practice. But you can also practice by using one of these other programs that I've developed, such as creating your island of peace, which is good for that basic relaxation, rainbow butterfly, which, which is two beautiful self-affirming meditations, the love meditation that is exactly what its title says it is, optimal performance which gives you the opportunity to focus in on those things you've done really well and create the same kinds of success and victory in the future. Inspired imagery is good for people who've got a lot of experience with imagery and want to discover some new ways, new powerful ways of inspiring their imagery. 
Then there's a video that's called The Power of Your Mind to Nurture Your Spirit. And this is about an hour, an hour and a half long. And it's actually part of a series of videos. The Power of Your Mind to Heal and Transform. These are all available at drmiller.com slash, or at, I'm sorry, at shop.drmiller.com. Another longer program is called Personal Excellence, which consists of six talks, heart-to-heart talks, and six different experiential exercises to show you how to use imagery, visioning, mental image rehearsal, and um, creating excellence in your life. Now, is there a time in your life that you can recall being deeply connected to spirit, being taught by a wise, wise elder, or by a religious figure, or a book, a Bible, a sacred reading, a poem, a piece of music, a holy moment in your life when you felt really inspired? We've probably all had this experience maybe many times, even though you may not have thought about it recently. In a few moments, you'll have the opportunity to do that. And the survival part of our brain, which was designed by nature to be Velcro for negative experiences and Teflon for positive ones, because it helped to survive 100,000 years ago. But now it's vital that we use our higher intelligence to upgrade this algorithm of how to approach the world. So now I'm going to offer a number of pathways that you can use that might put you in touch with that spiritual level. Simply accept those images that work for you to guide you in this higher direction. Maybe there's a certain spiritual experience you had, a sacred moment, an epiphany of sorts, a sense of really being connected to something sacred, pure, beautiful, or a time when you felt inspired by great music, poetry, or art. Think about it. What comes to mind for you? A memory of such an experience is a fantastically powerful resource if you're willing to attune to it. It's a confirmation that you are in touch with something even greater than yourself, something older, wiser, more profound, and vastly more loving. Something or someone whose teachings can inspire you and guide you to wisdom and the ability to become the person you came here to be and to live the life that your heart most desires that you live. What comes to mind for you? Let's take a few moments to embody this awareness, allowing yourself to be in your most comfortable position. Choose that point in the distance. Take a deep breath in, and as you let it out, let your eyelids close as you think to yourself the words, At this moment, there's no other place I need to go, nothing else I need to do, no problem I have to solve. So I give myself permission to relax deeply. Five, 
feeling waves of relaxation flow from your relaxed eyelids throughout all the cells of your body, four, allowing yourself to float back to your special place, three, of relaxation and peace. And as you picture yourself in this place, allow all of your senses to be in touch with it, two, think its name, give yourself that relaxation anchor, one, and imagine yourself floating in this beautiful place now, as if you're floating on a magic carpet of relaxation, zero. And let yourself gently float on your magic carpet, back through time, to an experience of being really fully present to love, feeling yourself loving and receiving love and thinking that word that represents this for you, and trigger that anchor by placing your hands on your chest, over your heart, or whatever other signal you've chosen, and allow yourself to be completely open, receptive, and intimately connected with the spirit of love. That's it. And now keeping this love and this openness awake and alive within you, float back to a time of spiritual connection. One of those beautiful, holy moments in your life when you felt living connection with something greater than yourself. Something we might refer to as spirit or divine presence or oneness, a sacred being whatever name you might give it. Allow yourself to recreate and revivify this beautiful moment. See it. Feel it. Hear. Experience with all your senses. Take yourself right to that moment where you feel most connected, most inspired, most love, most receptive most at one with that spirit that moves through all things and experience it deeply. And think of the symbolic word that you want to use to be able to come back to this magic openness and choose an anchor again, perhaps allowing your palms to be open and receptive to the warmth of the spiritual sky above you all around and deep within you and give yourself permission right now to receive guidance from the wisdom within you from your spirit guide or from your inner sense of spirituality or deeper sense of purpose or sacred guiding principles open to what's most true and real and high and holy Open yourself to receive the words of this message or receive its wordless essence. It may come in the form of visual image, may come in the form of a sound, a piece of music, a piece of art, a spiritual song, a feeling that's indescribable, a feeling that's indescribable and allow yourself to know what this message is right now, in this moment. 
or allow yourself in this moment to be open to allowing it to be revealed in a few minutes or in a few hours. Or perhaps you will allow it to come to you in a dream or when you awaken tomorrow morning or whenever this higher source knows it's time for you to become aware of its guidance and how to choose wisely how to think to choose the words that you speak wisely and to wisely choose the actions that you take good and allow yourself to feel a deep sense of gratitude and appreciation to the source of this life this body this love and this wisdom Part four, creating your future, writing your own life script, your image ideal. You've probably heard me say on a number of, of occasions that the future is not some place we're going. The future is a place that we are creating and that we create it with every thought and word and action. Now, I want you to imagine that at this moment in time, while you're in touch with a deep reservoir of relaxation and security and a great storehouse of inner power that can enable you at this moment in time, while your mind is open to receive guidance from your highest levels of wisdom and spirit, imagine that right now you can choose to allow yourself to take full responsibility for the thoughts that you think, to be clear and appropriate with the words that you say to yourself, that you think to yourself, or what you say to others, to be deeply informed by your inner wisdom and deeply inspired in the choices that you make and the actions that you take. And imagine that you can, at this moment in time, right now, look forward into the future in the same way you gazed back into the past. And imagine you can picture in your mind's eye a time in the future when you have surmounted the problems and challenges you've struggled with in the past and recently. And imagine an image of yourself victorious, you having become successful in the way that really means something to you at a deep level. Imagine yourself drifting forward into the future on your magic carpet and create the most perfect image of success for yourself. See where you are. You're looking good. You're dressed in a way you really enjoy being dressed. And you're doing something you fully enjoy. Inside you feel confidence and success and enormous gratitude that you were able to choose wisely and make the inspired decisions that brought you this success. Good. You don't have to think about exactly what those decisions were or exactly how you made them. Just accept that you did make them. This is a movie of the future. 
And you can now just feel the happiness of having made all the right moves to create your own future and feel yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually in this image, enjoying the feeling of success, joyfully celebrating your creativity and your ability to create what you truly desired in your heart of hearts to create in your life and in your world. This is what I refer to as your image ideal. It is the goal towards which you are aiming at every level of system. And each time you picture this image of success and put yourself into it, you are training your nervous system and empowering all the cells of your body to work vigorously towards creating this image goal. Good. And now, part five. Receiving and applying that guidance. Now, take a deep breath in. And as you let it out, bring your awareness into your physical body. Feeling gratitude to your body for all the ways that it has served you. And gradually begin to expand your awareness outward from this beautiful inner space to gradually include an awareness of where your body is located at this physical moment in time. Gradually beginning to let yourself become aware of the outside world around you. Yet staying in touch with that place of peace and success deep within. And as I count from one to five, allow yourself to gradually return to an awareness of this present moment, here and now. And allow your spirit guide, your wisdom, your imagination, creativity, intuition, begin to gradually reveal to you specific ways you can draw upon the resources available to you at this specific moment in time and visualize yourself applying them as you are continually being guided from the highest levels to make excellent decisions, turn obstacles into challenges, and turn challenges into opportunities to become the person you really want to be, to learn the life lesson it's really important for you to learn right now, to be the person you came here to be, and to create a lifestyle in the world that is perfect for you. You may become aware of that guidance or of some of those decisions right now at this moment, or some may pop into your mind later on, whenever. Allow yourself to be open to those inner resources. Allow them to come together to support you at just the right time and in just the right way as determined by your higher self. And as I count now from one to five, allowing yourself to remain fully open, one, to continue to be aware of your gifts and talents, two, of your ability to tame your monkey mind and bring yourself into the present moment and relax, three, of your willingness to open to the higher levels of your mind, your deeper wisdom, and your highest spiritual guidance. Four, and when you're ready, allow your eyes to slowly open 
and see the beautiful colors and shapes around you here in this beautiful place. Five, in this present moment, fully awakening in your own time, in your own speed, with a deep-seated commitment to really achieve your deepest purpose, to bring yourself being back, fully awake, noticing how comfortable you feel. Good. Take a few moments, notice how comfortable you feel. And then I'm going to ask you to put into words how you feel for the moment, or the thoughts that are going through your mind right now, or what you've discovered, and write it in the chat box. If you're lucky enough to be seeing this video, and put into words how you feel. What guidance, wisdom, or power has come to you? What you're in touch with? Or what you intend to do in the future? And I want you to remember that little story about the fellow who's late to get to a concert at Carnegie Hall, he's driving through the city of New York, and of course he's in a traffic jam, and he's, you know, he's lost. He wants to figure out where to go, he doesn't know, so he rolls down his window and he yells at a taxi driver nearby, Hey buddy, how do I get to Carnegie Hall? And the cab driver leans out his window and says, Practice, practice, practice. <laughs> Of course, it's a, a New York cab driver. And that's what I want to say to you. You feel good after you do this kind of imagery. Uh, this one was kind of long because most people watching it are kind of experts. Some of you will have to go back to drmiller.com slash life meditations to see this again, listen to it again, practice going through it. You can also take a look at those different programs that I mentioned in the minute, middle of the program. And as I said, I'm going to be publishing this material as a download before too long. So I hope you've had a wonderful time today. It's been wonderful to be here with you. I'll see you in another two weeks, and we're going to do something special. We're going to have a conversation with each other because there's some answers that I'd like to hear from you um, in real time. So take care. Be good to yourself. Be good to those in the world around you. Pray for peace and put your psychic emotional shoulder to the wheel. Namaste.